With a history of 5,000 years, it's no surprise that China has created a fabulous treasury of folk tales. Once a year, on the seventh day of the seventh month, all the magpies fly up to heaven and form a bridge. So many amazing worlds to discover. I want a new palace, said King Mu of Zhou one day. Chinese folk tales retold for audiences today. Will, will you marry me? He asked. And with little hesitation, she said, <laughs> Yes! 5,000 years of amazing Chinese folk tales. My father must not go to war. Someone must take his place. You'll find Chinese Folk Tales Season 3, wherever you discover your favorite podcasts. keeps the world turning. This is Roundtable. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Roundtable. Coming to you from Beijing, I'm He Young. Good as always to have you join us. Recent data shows that more young people in China choose cruise vacations as their preferred style of travel and leisure. What makes cruising so appealing to younger customers? Is cruise travel really as perfect as it seems? And we share with you what's made us happy this week in Roundtable's happy place. For today's program, I'm joined by Yushun and Pearl in the studio. First on today's show. Cruise trips may be associated with an older demographic of 60 years old and above in the international market, for cruising is most likely a hassle-free vacation. But in China and other Asian countries, travelers who get on board are often much younger. While 2022 saw the return to normality for the global cruising industry more or less, once pandemic restrictions were dropped, occupancy rates still remained around 75%. But as of 2023, cruising is back with a vengeance. So international cruise lines are back in the Chinese market and courting new customers. Tell us what's going on. Hmm. According to domestic newspaper Beijing Business Today, as of July 12th, international cruise companies such as Royal Caribbean and MSC Cruises have announced their return to the Chinese market offering international cruise routes departing from Shanghai for the next year. And the user demographic of cruise ships is also gradually becoming younger this year. On domestic lifestyle sharing platform Xiaohongshu, we can see there are more than 136,000 notes about the topic cruise. And they are sharing the experience of cruise traveling and the products of cruise travel package, showing that young people are considering this kind of option of traveling on cruise. And we can see from the news that recently the first domestically built large cruise ship begins its trial voyage, and it can accommodate over 6,500 people, and it will have a luxury hotel, cinemas, and water park on board. And the ship is scheduled to be delivered by the end of 2023, which means, I think, it is showing that this industry of cruise traveling is gradually recovering and coming back. All right. Well, some people say that cruising is kind of like a floating city and uh, mm. the big ones really have a lot of fun amenities on to offer. So Pearl, cruise, what did you think of the topic? 
<laughs> no, I think、uh, they are being preferred by younger people because of、uh, the environment that we're in right now. Especially coming off of、uh, the pandemic, people are looking for cheaper ways to get around and you know enjoy themselves. So it makes sense that younger people are now looking for affordable ways of、uh, traveling. But also traveling as a group of、uh, friends and、uh, having all the amenities in one place while you are traveling, as well as you know having,、um, I guess,、um, itineraries that do suit you as a traveler. And、uh, cruises offer all that in one, so you can just go online or wherever you search for your own、uh, destinations or ways of traveling or packages that offer. The best, I guess,、um, fun for you, and、uh, just look at the itineraries that they have. You don't have to like make arrangements with hotels. You don't have to go and look at the trails if you are looking for hiking adventures. All those things are included in this package、uh, when you are well trying to get a, a cruise ship that you would go on with your friends. So I think、um, all this makes. Uh, everyone who is young, or most people that are young, very much interested in、uh, you know trying out、uh, this cruise ship kind of vacation.、Mm-hmm. And you'll be at sea this whole time. That's one thing. And、um, well, not、uh, really all the time because they do、um, dock at some ports, and then they allow、um, the customers or the clients to get out. go out <laughs> and experience、yeah. life on these particular. I guess cities where they stopped, and then you can experience life there. Yeah, so that's part of the fun. Yes, and Yushun, could you give us more information on the Chinese market and also the international market? Who are taking the cruise trips? Because the conventional understanding is、mm. usually it's older people who have the time and money to go on these cruise trips. And what about now? Yeah, first of all, there are significant. Differences in the cruise market in various regions around the world, but overall the market is showing a trend of becoming younger, especially in Asia. According to the report named "State of the Cruise Industry 2023," published by Cruise Lines International Association (CLIA), the average age of tourists is around 40 years old. And the Generation X and Millennials, which are the people born between 1965 to 1996, showed the strongest inclination towards cruise vacations. But we can see the younger generation also prefers short-term itineraries of around four days. And on the other hand, long-distance cruise routes with an average duration of about 14 days are more popular among older passengers, with an average age of around 62 years old. So. We can see from all of these stats that we have to admit that、uh, the older generation is still the main force of、uh, cruise traveling, but it's showing the trend that more young people are willing to try this kind of、uh, option. And also, maybe this is more of what's going on in Asia, like a、mm. spike in 
new customers in Asia. And maybe it's that in this region, with the economic development of the last few decades, and then you've got people who are younger and with some disposable income, and also mm. this inclination to try something new, previously perceived as kind of luxurious. And now, why not go on a short term cruise? And uh, for a lot of first timers, this sounds like something kind of fun to do. But also, I like to check with you guys that uh, remember when the world watched in horror and disbelief that the coronavirus spread on board of cruise ships such as the Diamond Princess cruise ship in 2021. And for the cruise industry, it had to wrangle with a tarnished reputation. And how has the cruise industry sort of made the comeback? Or do you think that burnt image is still alive in our minds? Or people kind of just decided to brush that aside and get on board? I think people attribute that to or attributed that to the policies at the time because this was something new. Not many people had experienced uh, such a health crisis of a global level. And so there weren't any, like, I guess, ready-made policies that would actually cater for such industries. And therefore, you had people stuck in cruise ships out at sea and uh, there wasn't much to you know much, there wasn't much knowledge on how to manage such a crisis on board a cruise ship and so we did experience such an unfortunate incident on a number or oh, several incidents on a number of cruise ships and uh, that was indeed unfortunate but i think yeah when you look at the figures people have moved past that because you are seeing uh, younger people taking on uh, these trips and uh I mean, the National World, United Nations World Tourism Organization focuses that about, I guess, 80%, between 80% to 90% of uh, the 2019 levels. That's the recovery that they're expecting to see in the year 2023. I mean, so it could almost reach the levels of 2019 just before the the coronavirus uh, pandemic hit. And uh, so the cruise tourism is expected to reach about, I think, 31.5 million passengers, which is will be even greater than, you know, the levels of 2019 going forward. And so these stats are encouraging. I mean, when we're talking about uh, millennials showing a lot of interest in uh, taking such trips, it's encouraging to the industry. And also what I've seen is that according to a survey done by Cruise Lines International Association, they found that 73% of millennials and Gen X travelers uh, are considering a cruise ship vacation. So all these um, figures and studies are actually promising for the industry. It shows that the industry is on a recovery trajectory. And so for myself, who has never been on a cruise ship, I might start considering it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think a lot of Chinese people are still having that kind of a conservative mind of, um, you know, what Heian just said, that considering the safety and everything on the ship. And I saw a representative of a large international cruise company said that 
Recovery is a gradual process, and it will still take time to return to the market conditions of 2019. And、um, looking at the cruise capacity in the Chinese market next year, it still won't reach the level of 2019. So. Of course, we can see the enthusiasm of all of these younger generation, like millennials, especially when these cruise companies are offering some preferable packages for them. For example, the shorter term itineraries for them. But、um, yeah, it still takes time to actually recover back to the level of 2019. I think. And even in 2019. Still, cruising was a nascent kind of、mm. new thing for people to take up anyway. So it's still trying to gain customers in this market for sure. Yeah, but what also is giving the industry a boost is that airfares are still high in most places. So people are finding、um, cruise ships having、uh, affordable. Costs, you know, and、um, what also is、uh, is is appearing is that popular destinations as well.、Mm. They have limited accommodation because there's this pent up demand. You know, people going out now. They are free. They are able to you know travel to wherever they want. And、uh, if you're a person like myself who doesn't like crowds, you will choose places that are not that much populated. I mean, you know, a cruise ship will take a certain number of、uh, of people. I mean, for for instance, up to you can get. A cruise ship that takes about two hundred people, or you can get a cruise ship that takes about four thousand people. So it's up to you to where you want to go, or which、uh, cruise ship you want to go on. And、uh, I mean, many people are looking for you know high value alternatives to land travel, and、uh, cruise ships are the way that. It seems that younger people, the younger generation, is choosing, and so this is encouraging, as I said earlier, to the industry. It, it it may be slowly or gradually picking up in some parts of the world, but signs are it will pick up.、Mm. And also, what you just said is a little bit contrary to common belief. Usually, people kind of assume that if you go on a cruise ship, it's kind of Expensive,、mm. but also you guys both mentioned that you know it, it could be a, a good value for your money option. So tell us about you know what's so appealing now for people to go on the cruise trips. Yeah, first of all, I think people think it is value for money and not because it is cheap. It's because I think the price of the non-luxury level cruises are roughly comparable to those of first class. Airline cabins, but the onboard space and dining experience and everything are actually kind of better than first-class cabins. And、uh, leisure and relaxation are basically what people really want on board. And with all these、um, recreational activities and entertainment that is available, and a lot of people will be satisfied with these things. So maybe it's. Not because it's cheap, but with the same price, you can have a relatively better experience.、Mm. Yeah, the all-inclusive aspect of it, is, I think, is what makes it more affordable and、uh, you know attractive to people. You can you just pay one lump sum, you get your meals three times a day meals, and、uh, you also get your your I guess your itinerary all. 
ready planned out for you and uh, what also you you get on board um, fun entertainment facilities on board so depending on which cruise you go on there are boutique cruises you have carnival cruises Mm. you know festival cruises so it depends on you the industry has become smarter companies have become smarter they now have started catering for the younger uh, generation for the younger groups and so there are a lot of like entertainment festival uh, i guess uh, designed type of uh, cruises where you will get a major superstar that will be performing throughout the whole you know cruise and uh, people love that i think people who love music younger people especially who love music they will follow that and they will sign up for that type of uh, cruise and then you have um younger i mean older generations who love maybe jazz you also get jazz kind of um, cruise ships that will play jazz music and have big jazz artists and that is more up to the speed of the older generation so it depends on on what you are into and uh, whatever you are into you will be able to find it in the market i guess wow you sound like the spokesperson for the industry and certainly no beyonce or taylor swift is going to be on that cruise ship for sure right (laughs) because they're touring right now oh and (laughs) jolin and zhang hui mei and oh there are so many concerts that i just can't get tickets to anyhow completely (laughs) sidebar (laughs) um also just just to add on to that point i suppose if you want to pamper yourself at the spa while your spouse hits the cruise ship casino sometimes you know depends on how big the ship is uh, or lounge in the sun reading a book while your family plays basketball that sounds really nice or go to the swimming pool sunbathing and uh, you know you can do it all it seems like with the bigger the ship the more the amenities and also i suppose the price will go up a bit as well and another wonderful thing about going on a cruise is it's so easy to plan i think mm. you guys might have touched upon this but let me just say this again Yeah, because the cruise vacations package puts the, you know, transportation and accommodations together and just pick your ship, itinerary and cabin and way you go. No searching for hotels in your price range, no coordinating travel between cities. That's like a major headache for a lot of us lazy travelers, I suppose. But certainly, with all that being said, Cruise vacations are not for everyone, and there is a reason why internationally cruising didn't used to attract the younger demographic. And what are the reasons? And may I just kind of, uh, this is a little bit uh, ominous to raise, but, you know, if you're not a swimmer, then (laughs) okay, guys. So what you say, what's sort of the uh, counter, what are the reasons that might say you're not for a cruise trip i think one of the main reasons will be health issues <laughs> if uh you are you you get like you have motion sickness you better stay away from uh, a cruise ship a lot of and i've seen people with motion sickness i flew i think at once one point i flew with a, do- a group of doctors and one of the doctors actually had motion sickness and he was barfing the whole time on the plane on the plane and it was so it got to a point where i was i was really feeling sorry for him because it just couldn't stop he was just 
oh my gosh it was it was sad and we were flying from i think from libya in 2011 it was during the uprising so i was covering the uprising in libya so he was we were flying black with the group of doctors who were assisting there uh, uh, they were part of a humanitarian organization and we're flying back to south africa and that's about five hours flight from egypt because that's where we could get a flight from and the guy was just barfing the whole time oh. and it was just so sad but it, and it was interesting that he was a doctor and <laughs> this was happening to him. But hey, we all get sick, I guess. And so motion sickness, if you have, if you suffer from motion sickness, please don't take a cruise. Or I think I, there may be med- medications maybe for that. So if you do get medication for it, please bring it on board with you. And um, another thing that people may be afraid of is heights. Because ships are very high. Uh, Cruise ships are very high. And so maybe if you do suffer from uh, heights, fear, you know, fear of heights. And I've also experienced someone with a terrible fear of heights. And it was a guy that I never thought would suffer from this. You know, guys are mainly big. You know, you think this is an invincible person or someone who's not scared of. But the moment he stepped on that first flight... He just couldn't move. He was stuck. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is happening here? And that's when I started believing, okay, the fear of heights is real. And he just went back and found an elevator and took an elevator. So yes, if you suffer from that also, please uh, try and uh, maybe stay away from, I would advise you myself. This is my personal advice. Stay away from um, cruise ships. Try something different. So, yeah, so that's one of, uh, I think, for me, one of the main things that you have to look out for. Yeah, great. Yeah, and also another point, I think it has a lot to do with the characteristic of cruise trip, you know, Um, because it's more like a uh, secluded place. And um, a lot of people like it being, you know, on a ship and uh, being alone. So... From one side, it provides opportunities for people to probably make new friends if you are meeting people on the ship. Well, if there are a lot of young people, then young people will be happy. Then there are numerous um, social activities on board, what we mentioned before, and allowing you to meet and interact and have fun. But if you are kind of person that enjoys, you know, that kind of a, a quiet and a peaceful environment it is also a place for you to go but don't enjoy that then i don't think it will be a good option for you because i've seen many examples online where people you know want to find that kind of place to relax and unwind and taking a cruise could be a good option but if you are kind of a you know party people with a lot of same age crew then i don't think as long as you are with a lot of people, otherwise, I, I don't think it, it's going to be a, you know, way for you to enjoy your trip. You just put an idea to my mind that could be a good business venture. That is matchmaking camp. Because <laughs> you're going to be stuck with all these people all this time. And if you're all sort of like oh, looking for someone and then sign up to this package and then you're stuck there for, like let's say, six days and then, you know, just gather the same amount of men and women onto the 
ship and then i mean if they want to go mm. like for let's say a love boat experience that's one thing but also to respond to uh pearl what she said earlier on i don't know for sure about this but this is according to one spokesperson of one of these cruise lines so you know obviously they're gonna say nice things about cruising basically dr benjamin shore he basically said that according to considering the large size of today's cruise ships seasickness is rarely a problem but i don't know for sure this is one thing and also what you shouldn't touched upon earlier about maybe claustrophobia is one thing people are kind of worried if you're stuck in a small room kind of thing. Maybe using the word stuck isn't a great, isn't great vocabulary to employ here. But certainly some say if you pay more money, then your cabin would be bigger. But then also. Well, there are, I mean, to what he's just said, there are people that don't like to be with, like, amongst a large crew of people or group of people and so maybe people need to just consider smaller uh, ships you know cruise ships like for instance river cruising is uh, one thing that uh, comes to mind and uh, because the ships they are, are smaller compared to what you may find on the ocean the ones that are found in the ocean like ocean cruising and uh, Going on a cruise with like-minded people will also keep you happy. Great. Yeah, and you guys mentioned that it's not just being on the ship. There's also the onshore excursions, but usually that's only for less than a day's time. Therefore, if you anticipate a trip that you can really explore the land experience and cruising is probably not for you so we'll see but it is overall promising to see that another industry is making a comeback after the covid pandemic you're listening to roundtable coming up next roundtable's happy place 